Welcome to the Schoolhouse Life Podcast, where we believe that life is a schoolhouse. Totally. We're super dorks with a passion for sharing our love of homeschooling, homesteading, natural health care, plant medicines, natural childbirth, healthy eating, meditation, creative endeavors, overall self-sufficiency for the whole family. Oh, and don't forget self-development and spirituality. Oh, of course. Key players. We hope you'll be inspired to do things you haven't, try things that could make your life better, and mostly, we want to encourage you to never stop learning and let your life be a schoolhouse too. Nutrition is not in what you eat, it in what, what you eat eats. Yeah. So, you know, go further with that. Like it's what in what, what you eat, eat, you know, it, it right. keeps going. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you have soil that is lacking in nutrients, then what grows out of that soil is going to be lacking in nutrients. And then what eats what's growing out of that soil is going to be lacking in nutrients and, and so on. We've seen that all in all sorts of data, just how much less nutritious, you know, I, I think I saw that you need to eat something like, either like six or eight oranges now to get the same amount of nutrients that our grandparents got yeah. out of one. All right, everybody. Thank you. Welcome to the Schoolhouse Life podcast. And today we have the honor of Devorah Kilman Block, and she is with Cole Foods. She specializes in kosher, pasture-raised, regenerative agricultural food. Is that a good a good start? Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. And uh, I'll let you explain a little bit more about what you do and what your company does. But um, really excited to have you, and thank you for being on here. Thank you so much for inviting me. So I started Cold Foods 12 years ago, and we produce grass-fed, regenerative, kosher beef, lamb, chicken, turkey, duck, and then we also sell some salmon too. And we sell online and we ship it across the country. I have had in I, in the past year, I have specifically kind of entered a more educational role where I'm teaching folks at conferences, but also through, you know, through our website and different venues. I've been teaching folks uh, about regenerative agriculture and how to use animals specifically to sequester carbon from the atmosphere into the soil. What regenerative agriculture is, is basically that, enriching, using agriculture to enrich your soil to, to and when you do that, it is much more, you know, it's better for the environment, it draws down carbon, but it also is making, it also makes the um, the farmers, um, the farms more stable, it prevents erosion, and is good for both like flooding and drought, because the soil is able to hold more water. And it also means that the farmers don't need as much um, additives, like they don't need to purchase like fertilizers and, and nutrients because the soil is more nutritious. And then also, thirdly, because the soil is more nutritious, the food is more nutritious. So there's a, a saying that it, you know, the nutrition is not in what you eat, it's in what what you eat eats. Yeah. So, you know, and you could even you know, go further with that, like it's what 
in what what you eat eat you know it, it keeps right. going yeah. so yeah. i mean if you have soil that is lacking in nutrients then what grows out of that soil is going to be lacking in nutrients and then what eats what's growing out of that soil is going to be lacking in nutrients and and so on so and we we've seen that all in all sorts of data just how much less nutritious i think you know i i think i saw that you need to eat something like basically like six or eight oranges now to get the same amount of nutrients that our grandparents got out of one so you know for all those reasons i'm very kind of excited to be educating about regenerative agriculture so what got and you, and how how to use animals specifically with it yeah so what got you started in it well i've always been interested in kind of the synergy between like humans and and the earth and how we can work together to to really like make this place better instead of worse and 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 that's one big reason why like i think animals are a key part of that right and that like and you know that we just can't sort of exclude them from the agricultural process you know i mean we've got to look at how like cycles work how nature works and how it can all like work to be- to benefit each other um and if you take animals out of that process like it it and it doesn't work as well so so i'm very interested sort of in in the natural process and working with humans to make that better and more synergistic and one of the ways i was i I had a vegetarian kitchen for 13 years before i started my meat company the kitchen was vegetarian. I was not, but I didn't want to support the industrial agricultural meat business industry, which is horrific in many, many, many ways, which I'm sure, you know, people people can look at my website if they need right. details on yeah. that. I was just uh, looking at the website <laughs> yesterday and the details that you guys have broken down are really like, it's yeah. easy it's like easy bullet points of okay you know for someone that's new to it like it's i i was really impressed with the, oh, the amount you. of knowledge on the, just the little bullet points that really break it all down for right new to the idea right and we try to make it so like if you really just want like a smattering like a surface then like you know but you can go deeper and deeper and yeah so yeah so but we kept kosher and so i was looking for basically regenerative farmers market type meat except kosher and and there wasn't anything and there still is nothing except for us right but 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 that's what i was looking for and it wasn't there wasn't anything out there so so i started this company and it was just this local kind of hobby and but i put up a website informational and once i put up the website then i got interest from all sorts of folks all across the country wanting to you know get this meat and once that happened then the meat was crossing state lines and you know then i had to deal with national certification and i had to deal with national usda certification but also national um, kosher certification and both of those things you know are just like a whole another world okay so Quick question. This is going to be a challenging one, but I'm going to throw it on you. <laughs> in like one to two sentences, can you define kosher for people that 
don't know what kosher sure. is? Sure. So, you know, most religions, lots of religions have some sort of dietary guidelines. So, so that's what it is. It's a religious ritualistic dietary guideline that, um, you know, it's sort of like you would think of like, get, you know, Lent or something like that. Like there is like, like something that you're doing that makes you think more about where your food is coming from and how holy it is and, and you know how much it took to get to your table like you know to be more thoughtful before you eat and that's um, what I, I and, think and re- before you slaughter and before you yeah. you know yeah so and i think that's what regenerative agriculture to me i think it mixes with kosher really beautifully because it's like to me you go all the way back to like you're in charge of these animals treat them well you know, treat the earth well, you know, all of that to me, it's not necessarily a strict kosher line, but to me, I think it, it should all fall into kosher, you know? Right. So theoretically. <laughs> right. Yeah. Theoretically. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and yeah, it's like, you know, like a whole, there's a huge whole commercial industry that has built up and when i say like there's no kosher farmers market food there wasn't 12 years ago there isn't now you know except for what we're doing and it's it's an industry and it uses industrially raised animals it doesn't like so kosher well i just told you sort of what it is like in practicality like it doesn't start with the raising of the animals it starts with the slaughtering of the animals and that's the part that like the where the ritual really kicks in Mm -hmm. and so it doesn't matter how they're raised at all like at all it doesn't start until they're slaughtered so like they are raised exactly in the same industrial way that like all the other you know animals that that come you know that are what that you eat at McDonald's you know every other hamburger like they're that's how they're raised like yeah like we can sit back and say like kosher should be all encompassing it really you know in practicality isn't it's a business yeah exactly. <laughs> and, you know and it's sort of like organic you know right. it's like been um you know sort of bastardized i mean it's like and when you kind of confront the certifiers, they're like, well, we're going to leave, you know, that part, of, you know, sort of like the humane part of it, you know, up to other certifiers. We're ju- we're not going to be that certifier. Yeah. So we're not going to certify everything. We're not, you know, we're going to start our definition of kosher at slaughter. And I think that's where so. people that eat kosher or people that don't eat kosher, where they can, you know, put their wallet, you know, I'm a big fan of vote with your wallet, you know, purchase what you want to see in the market. And eventually yeah. that'll be, you know, the only thing there. If you can, you know, people complain to me all the time about poor quality food, but then you see them buying chicken from Walmart and, you know, that's just, it's not the same. Right. Thing, you know? And I have to say it's gotten easier and easier with this covid thing because a lot of the like small farmers that you know are not walmart or like you know like that are doing regenerative farming are they they've totally been able to pivot and and are doing a lot of online 
direct, you know, retail sales yeah. now. So it's super easy right now to buy whatever it is that you're looking for. You don't have to, you don't have to, I, in fact, the Washington Post yesterday, the food section on the front cover had an article about this and listed, I don't know, like 30, 40 different places that you can purchase online, you know, regenerative meat. That's, so, wow, that's pretty awesome. I didn't, yeah, they didn't do my that. place. They didn't get into kosher, but, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. but yeah, so, yeah. so that's helpful. Okay. So you listed out some of the products. I know you have like beef jerky too, and mm-hmm. all kinds of things, right? I mean, we have turkey jerky, we have beef jerky, we, have, you know, they're all nitrate, you know, free, you know, they're, they're healthy. So it's like right. our hot dogs do not have all the preservatives and all that stuff. They're just like made and it's just, you know, beef and spices. That's it. Oh, we nice. stick it in the freezer and yeah. you, you know, and so, I mean, you do have to be careful. They're not going to last like a million right. years in your fridge, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. like, you know, like a normal hot dog would, but then they're, but, but you can eat as much as you want. They're not unhealthy. Yeah. So. Um, so tell me a little bit about the education aspect of what you you're teaching people about the whole regenerative agriculture. Like that's more of your role now. Well, so I, I'm still involved in, in some of um, the supply, uh, you know, of, of getting supply for Whole Foods, which is which is my my company. But I'm not really involved in like the day to day customer service and, and that sort of thing. So what that's freed me up to do is I, I go to conferences. I speak, you know, I speak at, at Jewish conferences. I speak at regenerative conferences. I went to MAU at the farmer, Jewish right. farmer conference. Um, yeah. And, you know, I'll, I'll speak at synagogues and schools and just sort of like, this is, it's a new idea for it folks. Is. Yeah. And soil science in general is new, but it is, really getting a lot of attention. You know, it was brought up in the democratic debates quite a lot. Like, what are we going to do about the environment, about, you know, the, you know, what are, and it's on the table. Like there's, um, there's a, a bill that was introduced in February that is sort of like the green new deal, except with agriculture you know, and they don't call it the Green New Deal because I guess that's so controversial. But now, but, um, but anyway, it's like the Green New Deal except agriculture. And it's like, it has, I mean, it's to me, it's like a perfect bill, you know, and it, if that kind of thing went through, then, I mean, there would be all sorts of resources directed in this specific way. What's the name the of that agriculture. Did, What's the name of that? I don't know. Okay. I we're, know. We're I, I'm not good like that. We're going to find out and we'll put it in the show notes so that people can call and, and push it. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called, but it was um, it, the Pingree, um, Representative Pingree from Maine okay. was the one that introduced it. And it's, you know, gotten, you know, it, it was in February. It was like the end yeah. of February. So it's kind of gotten pushed happened. under the table. But yeah. at the same time, like it's bipartisan because yeah. like, I said before, I mean, like, this is a stabilizer for farmers and farms and a financial stabilizer, but also a literal, like it stabilizes the soil. Right. Um, And who doesn't want like 
food security and you know and like if you don't have food security you have a lot of political unrest like internationally and a lot of refugees and a lot of problems so i mean there's a lot of like any any um issue you have out there you can almost trace back to the soil right and so it can even like for us a lot of ours is natural health too and you know i mean with natural health if you have a healthy immune system healthy omega-3s you know Everything that you find in regenerative raised meat is actually helping your body be healthier, which is, I mean, to me, it just seems like, okay, if we're replicating nature with regenerative agriculture, it's the way our bodies were meant to eat and to live. So it's, there's a lot of power in all of that, not to mention like the carbon and everything else. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. there's just, like you said, there's just so many layers to it. No, I I was just saying like what, so it's nice because, because of that, there's, you know, I think there is potential for a lot of bipartisanship yeah. with this particular bill. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, it's just, I was just reading about the, like, even like our current issue with COVID, like, I was reading how viruses actually travel on air pollution and gather where there's large amounts of air pollution. So mm. the air pollution actually like stops them and makes them fall in those spots. So, you know, being able to sequester the carbon and bring that down even has ramifications for that. So, I mean, it's yeah, pretty amazing. Well, and also just like the way we have been living right. um, and raising animals is, you know, contributing to these yeah. diseases that are coming from the animals. You know, it's because, right. yeah. you know, the animals don't have the habitat that they used to have and they're living in close quarters, close to yeah. humans. And so like the, the, SARS and you know COVID. I mean, oh, they're, yeah. they're zoological. Yeah, yeah Wu, Wuhan is like the number one place in the globe right now that uses glyphosate, which is the you know, the primary. For those that don't know, the primary ingredient for Roundup. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, it just it seemed like as nature has to correct itself and will uh, quickly if there's not someone else fixing it. So if regenerative agriculture is a great way for us to do something i think so somebody here's a question though is somebody who's not a farmer what's the small step that they can take to you know contribute to regenerative agriculture or to contribute to helping with this whole process well they could buy the meat I yeah mean, that's that's an easy one <laughs> yeah and I, I i'll go ahead i mean i you can look it up but i can also look it up the washington post food article from yesterday yeah. Um, that lists like all the different places, all the different farms that you can order from online that will deliver to your door. Okay. You know, yeah. so that's, that's an easy one. You know, I mean, like beyond that, there's a lot. And I will say that, so, okay, two things. One is, have you heard of the website and the organization in the book called Drawdown? I haven't, no. Okay, so they, I would definitely recommend going to their website. Okay. They, or buying their book or whatever, but the website, I love it. It's super, super easy to use. And it is, its purpose is to scientifically analyze, like for lay people, for non-scientists, for Joe Schmo person, like what are the ways that that what can we what are the most effective ways to draw down carbon so so some of them are you know things that you know you and i probably really couldn't do but none of them they they tried to avoid 
things that would require huge policy. They, they, so they, they have the things that would be most effective. And then if you like look down, look dip, deeper, deeper, you can like really get into the weeds on this, but they're, but the solutions that they're coming up to with, they're, they're trying to avoid things that require huge policy changes. Wow. Okay. So, um, so they're looking at like, okay, these are the, the big ways to do this, but like, what can, you know, Joe Schmo people do and and they they have competitions and like like who you know do the most kind of thing but at any rate so the whole website is fascinating but what is really interesting is like the sort of land use agriculture part of it which you know they they divided it up into a lot of sections that that section they divide into a lot of section but if you combine all of the land use agriculture pieces then it's like 25 percent of emissions oh, wow. is coming from land use and agriculture so you know so that but they're not just stopping at that they're like okay so what do we need to do you know like right. well the top things you can do are this so i would recommend anybody interested in this at all just to go to that and if you're interested in land and agricultural solutions you can just look at like all the ones that they have there i mean you know generally speaking i would say like eat less meat and when you eat meat eat regenerative meat right i mean yeah. that's that's what drawdown says yeah. and you know and that's what we do we we make meat like and we make it special when we make it like right. we do it like once a week yeah. You know, and it's a big deal when we do it. And my kids, you know, just love it. And it's a big fest, but it's not, you know, but it's a special thing. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and so when you, so eat less meat and when you eat the meat, eat good meat. And eat you can meat. do that yeah. very easily through like, you know, through all those places uh, that are in the Washington Post yesterday. Right. And your website. I mean, I liked, like, even how you guys ship it is, like, fully uh, sustainable packaging and recycling and composting. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, all yeah, of that. Yeah, we have cool shipping. Yeah. <laughs> we have cool coolers. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. There's nothing, like, a bigger bummer than you, like, try and get, like, good <laughs> quality, do something, and then it shows up in, like, a big plastic box or something. You know? Oh, my gosh. You know, and I've been doing this for 12 years. So coolers have come a long way. Yeah. in 12 years. 12 years ago, we tried to get eco coolers and it was a mess and we spent a lot of money on it and all that. But yeah. now, now it's all we use. It's That's all awesome. we use. Before yeah. it had to be like this add on and it was, you know, but now it's like we, we only ship in eco coolers. They're really cool. They're made out of like old jeans and hemp bags. Like, yeah. <laughs> so um, you know, and they can just be, you know, whatever, like, like put into anything. And unlike styrofoam, which, you know, you can't, can't right. do anything yeah. with. No, ours just goes straight into the worm bin and it's done. Okay. So two more questions for you. I really appreciate all of this. I think this is great information. Um, yeah. The next thing is you said that you made a coupon code for our people. Yes, I did. Ugh, and what is it called now? I told. I think you I said it's the schoolhouse you. life, right? Oh, okay. 
then yes, that, yeah, is, yeah. that is what it's called. Yeah. I tell you, like the detailed things like that. Oh, uh, I'm the same way. I have it written down on the side. That's how I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it's 10 per, uh, 10% off coupon. If you guys go to coldfoods.com mm-hmm. um, and use that coupon code, the schoolhouse life, then uh, get 10% off. So that's, that's awesome. And then the last thing that we like to ask everybody is what is one thing that you personally do to stay healthy? Well, I mean, you know, do a lot of things, many yeah. things, but I do, I, I try to like get outside every day and like exercise. I mean, we, you know, have lots of kids and big life and everything and um, like live in an apartment building and all that. But, yeah. but regardless of all that, like even with COVID, I'm like, you know, you get outside. I mean, it's your mental health, it's your physical health. And yeah, that's, um, that's an important one, getting outside. Yeah. Well, yeah. and exercises, right. exercising, not just being outside, like, you know, getting into it. Do you, do you run or what do you do for exercise? I bike um, pretty much every day. I I used to run and then, you know, I'm busting my ankle and like that. Yeah. It's like no coming back. Right. (laughs) I've had surgery. I like, I really tried, really tried to come back from that. But at any rate, so biking is fine. Biking is great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. And people, if you want to connect with Devora, she's on Facebook at coldfoods.com. That, or Cold yeah. Foods is probably the best place to find on Facebook. Right. Um, Cold Foods, like S, like F O O D S. K O L F O O D S. Yeah, that's right. K O L. Yeah. But yeah, thank you so much. Thank you.